welcome to Creativity Quest. I'm your host, author and writer mindset coach Carrie Schaefer, also writing as Carrie Ann King. Join me and my fascinating guests on our quest to ditch our doubts, dance with our demons, and delve into creative delight. Creativity Quest is owned and copyrighted by Authors on the Air Global Radio Network. Now, let's get creative. I have a special treat for you today. We'll be chatting with the infamous, fabulous, and somewhat adorable, only don't tell them I said that, duo of Thorn and Cross. But before we do that, I want to just take a minute to bring you into the loop on a fabulous opportunity. If you're a writer, did you know that there is something called a writer cruise? I, I've been twice now and I'm going again in November. And these are just so amazing. This is an opportunity to get on a cruise ship, have all the benefits of a cruise into the Caribbean, mind you, but also to be hanging out with a writer tribe. You get lots of time to do your writing built in, but you also have programming, which is just absolutely fantastic. So for example, on this cruise, we have Alexandra Sokolov, who's going to be coming and she is an amazing workshop leader. She's going to be talking about stealing Hollywood screen reading, screenwriting tricks for authors. She is going to talk to us about a awesome eight sequence structure to use for writing your novels. And I'm also gonna be there and I'm gonna be talking about making peace with your inner critic and also using your own creative mojo to promote your books. We also have a literary agent, Michelle Grakowski, who is going to be there. And part of your cost for this cruise, you also get one-on-ones with her and also just lots of time to hang out with her in an informal sort of a way. These cruises are fantastic. They are, we're going, I can't remember all the places we're going. St. Kitts is on there. I remembered that. Anyways, it's a chance for you to hang out with me and wonderful writers and have a really fantastic time. It's more affordable than you would think as well. So check it out. It's easy to find. Look at cruisingwriters.com is the website. That's cruisingwriters.com. And now, without any more ado, let me introduce you to Thorn and Cross. Hey, creative people, Carrie Schaefer here with another episode of Creativity Quest. And I have to confess that today I am equally parts totally excited and terrified to have Tamara Thorne and Alistair Cross with us on the podcast today. Um, Not because I, well, they do write really kind of gory stuff and I don't feel like physically threatened or anything, but these people are very interesting, fascinating, and unique. And I have to say that the very first podcast I was ever on was their uh, Haunted Nights Live with Thorn and Cross. Did you guys know that? Um, welcome, by the way, that that was my very first ever live interview thing. Really? Oh, we had no idea. Yeah. yeah. Nice. <laughs> we deflowered was, you. 
<laughs> it, it was you did you did the flower <laughs> i hope we sent you chocolates the next day right yeah <laughs> you did not send me chocolates it was <laughs> oh, i know it's not it's never too late i'm fond okay. of chocolate <laughs> um it, it was very fun although what i remember is that um alistair's voice stuff actually wasn't working. So we had a fun remote situation going where he was sending us oh. questions. And oh, yeah. That. yeah. I remember, yeah. So yeah. so technically, I wasn't able to deflower you, but... No, well... But I was. <laughs> you, were the, you were the coach. You were... I, yeah. I, I was the deflowering coach. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so, you know. <laughs> so, dear listeners, just to give you a little more information about... Um, the Thorn and Cross duo. They actually are Tamara Thorn and Alistair Cross, both of which are fantastic authors in their own right, besides doing this wonderful and fantastic podcast that they do, um, which is Haunted Night Li Nights Live. Clearly, this is not where Carrie Ann King would likely be a guest. They are into the uh, more sort of horror side of things, and I was fortunate enough to be on the show under my Carrie Schaefer books with uh, my uh, Shadow Valley books, so that was really fun. And the other day, we were having a little conversation, and they said, when are you going to write a book so you can come be on our show again? I was like, well, I'm really writing Carrie Ann King books right now, so maybe you should come be on my show, which they agreed to do very, very nicely, and I'm <clears throat> very excited about that. So, um, Tamara Thorne, I'm just going to do a little bit of bio here. Mm -hmm. Her first novel was published in 1991. Since then, she's written many more, including international bestsellers Haunted, Bad Things, Moonfall, and the sorority and her brand new book is brimstone that's out now correct tamara correct yeah um that's the new release um tamara's interest in writing is lifelong as is her fascination with the paranormal occult mythology and folklore she's been an avid ghost collector and writer all her life Tamara's novels range from straight-out ghost stories to tales of witchcraft, conspiracies, UFOs, elemental forces, and vampires. No matter what topic she chooses, chances are you'll find a ghost or two lurking in the background. And interesting about Tamara, she also does real-life investigations of a phenomenon and has seen some really weird things of her own over the last year. So we'll maybe touch on that a little bit later. Tamara started writing before Alistair. Um, it looks like, you guys can correct me on this in a minute, but I'm looking at bios. So, Alistair Cross's debut novel, The Crimson Corset, a vampiric tale of terror and seduction, was an immediate bestseller earning praise from veteran vampire lit author Chelsea Quinn Yarbrough and New York Times bestseller Jay Bonansinga. Is that how you say that? I don't bon, know. Yeah, Bonansinga, yeah. Bonansinga. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the author of The Walking Dead series. In 2012, Alistair joined forces with international bestseller Tamara Thorne and as Thorne and Cross they write among other things the successful gothic series the Ravencrest saga their debut collaboration the cliff house haunting was a bestseller they are currently at work on their next solo novels and this is actually needs to be updated because you guys both have your new solo novels out right uh, yeah yeah, yeah um, mine yeah Tamara's just came out and mine will be out in uh about a month in uh July yes. 20th. Yeah. July 20th. Yeah. Right. And we've written what uh, a few 
collaborations between we need to update our bios you do (laughs) talk about the collaborations in just a sec i do want to mention that the new book um, for alistair is called the silver dagger book two of the vampires of crimson cove um and what's really interesting to me i i've been um i read these two books and you guys write together a lot a lot of collaboration Mm-hmm. And I have not actually, I have to confess, read one of your collaborative novels yet, but I did, could not help but notice that the style of these two books is really quite different. Oh, yeah? I felt the voices are very different. And so it's interesting to me that the two of you work together as much as you do. And I happen to know there's a whole bunch of collaboration that 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 you guys do so just out of interest let's start with how you first came together um (laughs) i I was looking at alistair's bio and he has these very interesting little um moments in life Um, (laughs) oh you know you you, really you need to go to both these websites and look at the bios because they're fascinating (laughs) alistair included you know things like your points 1983 read a book called the ghost that goofed fell in love with the name belinda developed a worrisome interest in fire. We may need to talk about that later. 1984 was mauled by an angry turkey, discovered rock music. I was. Way down the list there, in 1998, decided against being a paramedic, discovered the work of Dean Koontz, John Saul, and Tamara Thorne, decided to be a writer again. 1999, stalked Tamara Thorne via mother's AOL dial-up connection to the interwebs, and I'm thinking that this is where the two of you need to tell us a little bit about how that all came to be. All right, well, oddly, it's, it's true. Um, I, it is true. You are I, a stalker. I, I did stalk her. At first, constantly told me, yeah. but it was so cute that I didn't really take it very seriously. I've been stalked by creepy people too. Yeah, I'm not a creepy stalker. I'm a fun stalker. He is. Oh, okay. <laughs> important that there's a difference. There yeah. is. No, so, so I discovered, um, I've always loved horror and, uh, many years ago I was in my late teens, maybe early twenties, probably my late teens though. I was a library and I saw this book called Moonfall by Tamara Thorne. And I thought, well, that's a great title. And it is a great title. Yeah. I was thinking that exact thing. Yeah. And I picked it up and I looked at it. And on the cover, there was this 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 uh, gargoyle, this hideous, you know, total 80s cover, you know, you know. And uh, I, I, I checked it out and I read it and I liked it. And I went back to the library and I, I got everything of hers that they had. And it was really kind of weird because at that time, I kind of always did write, but I had never really thought about doing it in any professional capacity. Uh-huh. But I was really drawn to her work. And I, looking back on it now, I think it's the voice. Uh, it just, it really, I think on some level I knew if I were to be a writer uh, this is how I would want to do it. You know, the multiple characters, the multiple uh-huh. points of view, and of course the horror. Of course. So anyway, um, I, this was back in the days when not every, I didn't even have a computer. My, my, my mom had a computer and she, she had the internet and it was, it was an AOL dial up that used to make all that noise. Bleep, 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 bleep. <laughs> yeah. It was that long ago. And I would go over to my mom's house and I would um, Google I loved the internet. I was like, wow, this is amazing. <laughs> and one of the things that I would always look up is tamrathorn.com because I thought she had such a cool website and I was always on the lookout for new books. 
so I really did kind of stalk her. And then fast forward to all the way to 2012, um, I, I uh, had been writing seriously since about 2005. And in 2012, um, I did get published and I realized I didn't know any authors. And I thought, well, maybe what I'll do is I'll start doing uh, author interviews on my blog. And Tamara was one of the first people that I hit up. And, and I asked her, would you like to be interviewed on my blog? And she said, yes. And it, a really crazy thing happened. We just hit it off like you wouldn't believe. We yeah. started neither, with neither yeah. like telephones. We hate them. We, we text everything. And one day we thought, you know what, let's talk out loud a little. And we never hung up. <laughs> yeah. And we, we, we've talked every day. You so know, you since. actually talked on the hated telephone? Yes. Yeah. It was okay. I'm like that with telephones. Yes, I hate them. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, me too. Yeah, I don't talk on the phone. But I did with her and it was fine. And, and we just kind of became fast friends. And um, she, she read my book and um, we kept talking. And we, anyway... One day she, she calls me and she says, how would you like to collaborate with me on a short story? And I was thrilled. Yeah, I tried to play it all cool. I was like, oh, you know, I'll have to think about it. Blah, 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 you know? <laughs> I might be washing my hair. <laughs> yeah, exactly. But of course, I, I got off the phone and squeed like a little girl. And of course, I was going to do it, of course. And so I eventually told her, yeah, yeah, let's, let's, let's give it a shot. Let's see how it goes. And we started writing this short story that very quickly turned into a full length novel, which very quickly turned into another full length novel and very quickly turned into the next one and the next one. And we've just never stopped. No. So how did, how did that, that very first, I'm, I'm really totally very fascinated by this. I tried to write a novel together with a friend once. Yeah. Um, yeah. We, we, we tried for a while really very valiantly. And then we decided that perhaps the friendship was more important than yeah. that particular novel. <laughs> we it's, abandoned it's, it. Yeah. Because it did not work. So I'm always fascinated by the people who can do this. So I'm, mm. I'm just curious about, you know, sitting down for the first time, the two of you trying to collaborate, you know, how, how did you approach that very first book? First of all, we had both tried that before, me in my very early years under another name, and swore I would never, ever do it again. And he had a very similar experience. And that was part of the reason it was so crazy that I heard myself say, so you want to try collaborating? But it was like it was meant to be. This was my twin, my younger, handsome twin. Um, <laughs> but we quickly found out that Skype was the way to go. So we uh, set up our Skype accounts. We have Thorn and Cross in the clouds, and we write together, uh, literally, in the same file, usually in the same at the same time, we will watch each other. We, we never know what one, which one of us wrote what. We hardly ever know, unless it's something really, really disgusting. And then he'll say, this is probably too gross for you. And then he'll say, oh, wow, you made it grosser. That's <laughs> <laughs> um, true. <laughs> yeah, it's kind of like a challenge when he says that. But that that's why I was surprised you thought they were so different, the, the two solos. But I know why. The subject matter is very different. The subject matter is very different. In these two books, uh, Brimstone is um, ghosts, mm -hmm. primarily, although there is an elemental. And, um, and it's coming of age. It's, it's, a, it's, it's a, a coming of age, yeah. yes. And it's less, I guess it's less gory. It's not really as gory. Yeah, it's twisted, it's perverted, but it's not oh, gory. Oh, sure. 
Of course. <laughs> I was expecting that. And then, yeah. on the, you know, the vampires, um, and, and Tamara, I know you're a hilarious person, and I haven't read your other books. Grimstone's not quite as funny either as... It's very, very interesting. The the Silver Dagger book, while very gory and horrible things happen, it's still got this very, yeah. very strong element of humor that you can't ignore. Yeah. Really? I'm so glad to hear that because, no, seriously, I'm really glad to hear that because it's uh, so angsty. And and, yeah. and that's that's what I was going to attribute maybe the difference in. I'm like, this is probably the angstiest book I've it's ever written. It really wore me out. Yeah. <laughs> I'm glad there's humor in it. Grimstone <laughs> to me was hysterically funny. The character Becky, the little girl that our heroine meets, uh-huh. who's hung up on horse models and Barbie. Oh, yeah. <laughs> oh my God, that was, Holly doesn't have a lot of in, in common with me. She's a much braver little girl. But doing things like turning Barbie into a Marie Antoinette model, that, that was, I, <laughs> I, I, because that's I, the kind of thing I did. I didn't really care much for dolls. I took them I, apart. <laughs> I, I was amused by that also, yes. Okay. I, um, I did have dolls. I have to confess, as a child, I did have dolls. My, my brother borrowed them for target practice and stuff, so I couldn't oh, get geez. <laughs> I like your brother. No. <laughs> oh, me too. My, my brother is absolutely fantastically awesome. I, I always have to say that. So anyways, going back. So uh, what kind of, what kind of a, um, a program do you write in that you're writing both together at the same time? What, um, we just write in uh, Google. In Google. Yeah, the cloud, the Google Docs or whatever it's called. Yeah. And, and yeah, Gmail, Google, whatever it is. Yeah, we call it the cloud, but that's not what they call it. Yeah, I don't know what it is called. We're rebels. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> we have cloud, a name for the everything. The cloud is really, rel- you know, I'm surprised <laughs> that you're using something quite so sort of mundane, really, honestly. Right. <laughs> well, we don't like techie stuff. Challenge you to do better. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Oh, it works great. And, you know, we download everything. We, we keep copies, but I, I think the cloud is, is better than just working offline yeah, when we when we first when we first started we didn't really know about the cloud and we were trying to do the 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 back and forth thing oh, no. and, the, and the i'll do this scene and you do that scene or i'll do this character and you do that character and it just it's just clunky mm-hmm. and then we discovered the cloud and we're like wow we can do this literally together and yeah. it's just it's it's just easy it's right. just that's what we do yeah well, it's like second nature at this point it's as easy yeah. to write together as it is uh apart you know easier almost because yeah, in a way it is for me it's easier he we alistair can get darker than me or uh, dark isn't the right word it's uh disgusted grosser <laughs> and so we kind of well no we both like gross <laughs> he and i'm incredibly adhd horrible uh-huh. and he'll go focus and i come back and he can keep me on track that's what he does for me and i don't know what i do for him except so, oh, lighten up and tell him a dirty joke. Yeah, yeah. I get, I get really, uh, you, you, so you will kind of, you know, wander and, and that's great that yeah. I, I bring you back in. And I think for me, what you do for me is, um, I do get really intense. I, I, yeah. I, mm-hmm. uh, I can get really intense. I just, uh, that's just kind of who I am. Yeah, kind so of a jerk. Kind of a jerk. All I have to do is mention like a philosopher and say, Balzac, and he'll yeah. cry. 
<laughs> no, yeah, luckily I have a good sense of humor, but I am kind yeah. of a jerk. <laughs> the, sense, the sense of humor is, is important for sure. Um, so how do you, plotters or pantsers? I'm thinking you have to be some level of plotter if you're together, unless you kind of read each other's brains. Oh, believe it or how not, we are mainly pantsers. We learned, we've learned the hard way to, to have an end in mind, or at least a couple different ends so that, we, so that we know we're working toward a a a goal but really, honestly we just kind of go well i don't really think of it as that you're right but i don't think of it that way because many years ago my favorite editor told me when because you know how publishers always want an outline or a synopsis which yeah. i hate he'd say give me a beginning sentence a middle sentence and an end sentence that's all i need this to, to get Ooh. this book yeah so, that's pretty much what we do. And I think of what we do as having a roadmap. We know where we're going and we don't have to go there. We can get off, but we still have a map. And sometimes it ends the way we think it will. Other times, not at all. And usually yeah. that's better. But yeah. yeah, everything in between. We go along day to day, like right before we were on the show, we were brainstorming each other's solos. Um, you know, oh, should I call this serial killer? And we're, looking at all this stuff and we go back and forth with stuff like that and that's plotting but it's sort of a daily plot so i guess we're plot pansters and a new term is born yes yeah. <laughs> that's yeah. right and and you did tell me just when we first started talking that before you had to interrupt your uh, work in order to come talk to me that's not what you said that's what i'm saying yeah <laughs> <laughs> it's true. Um, you were trying to figure out how to tow a body with a robot. Ro robot. <laughs> robot. <laughs> robot. <laughs> you know, and, and before that, Alistair was helping me figure out what, because I realized I couldn't come from the point of view of the serial killer who I shall not name all the time. I couldn't call him he all the time. So wow. he, he was helping me choose an, uh, an appropriately uh, ocean-going name. The guy refers to himself as. Right. We're reading the rhyme of the ancient mariner and all kinds of stuff like that. Oh, and we'll get off. Then I then I'm going to go help him brainstorm his next section. Right. And that's kind of how we do it. That's kind of how we do it. It's uh, some days we just kind of you know I I mean we 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 break it up because we have several different projects going at all mm -hmm. times the the solos and the collaborations and we spend X amount of time on our solos and then we move to the collaborations and sometimes we help each other out quite a bit other days it's like i've got this and you just go and yeah but when we write together we're always together yeah, yeah. We, it's like our office you know yeah. we water yeah. cooler breaks and um you know if it gets i start losing focus i'll i'll do something like say want to have a belching contest and he'll go, okay. <laughs> and wins, i always win i win the party <laughs> you win the party you win the belching. yeah yeah so what about what about the cats? I know there are cats involved. So do the cats have contests too? I mean, you know, who can hurt us the most? Yeah, we win because I'm usually at my friend's house. Who has, she has dogs, but yeah, yeah. I, I'm I'm frequently mauled by my cats. I have uh, my girl cat is very affectionate. She she likes to climb up on my shoulder and knock off my headset and. <laughs> Uh, rubber face on my head and sticker. She likes to stick her snout right in my ear and just purr. 
I don't know why. It's really kind of creepy, but she'll just stick her face right in my ear and just. And I can hear all of it. And then yeah. I put the camera on and I watch it. And he calls, she, he says she's raping his face. And yep. that's a pretty accurate assessment. It really is. Yeah. I can't do the same sort of thing. My boy cat does, you know, wants to put his butt in my face. And then, you know, and, and then Mindy, the girl cat, is, is walking across me nonstop. And. Mine aren't as obnoxious as his, thank God. But they do get in royal cat fights. Yeah, occasionally that happens. That's always fun. Yeah. Screaming into the microphones. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I ha- I ha- okay, so this is the weirdest thing that, and possibly the most dangerous, although we escaped with minimal casualties. My, my cat the other day was in my lap. I was in the recliner, and she got her toes caught in my bracelet. Oh. Somehow. Oh <laughs> so, and she's very um i should try to be kind but really honestly we just call her the fat cat mostly it's rude but it's true yeah. so i was trying to hold her off my body while she was trying to detach her claw from and i'm screaming for help <laughs> oh the joys of owning cats we survived yeah. I, I love her though um yeah yeah she needs to not know that maybe because well it, and run with it too much i feel um but so you know you guys are making me feel lonely now sort of oh i do i do write-ins a lot like we just kind of we're together in that we're online at the Uh same time but we're just writing and being boring yeah yeah we don't talk a lot of the time yeah there's a lot of a lot of just uh, it's still something that uh this is about as um, not solitary as, as it can be because you yeah. still, I mean, writing is still a solitary thing. I mean, you're still in your own mind. You're still in your own head telling the story, you, you know, uh, so there's a lot of silence. There's a lot of just, you know, sometimes we go a long time without saying anything, but it's great to be able to be like, Hey, I think I just totally yeah. screwed this up. Could you come and look at this and see what you think? Exactly. Is it as bad as I think it is? Yeah. <laughs> we do that a lot. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's, it's weird too because, God, what was I going to say? It's, it's, I have no idea. Alistair usually finishes my sentences for me. Uh-oh, Alistair, you're falling down on the job there. I know. I, I, don't, I don't know where it started, so I don't know how to finish it. <laughs> usually does though we have the kind of relationship and it's been from the very first day yeah. i know when he's going to text me and he knows when i'm going to text him we both pick up our phones we have witnesses it's very are, strange yeah. oh, so that's a little bit of that whole woo-woo thing going on there yeah it's a little strange yeah, yeah there's a telepathic telepathic link so it's a good thing we have the same sense of humor because we are gross well and, and i think you know we've had we've had we've been asked like like how you asked us you know how we write together and we've had Oh, so many people say, I tried it and it didn't work. And we've been there and we know, and we, I would say that, um, that really, if there is such a thing as, um, I don't know. Vectors, fate. Yeah. Something like that. Yeah. Then, then I think this is probably the best example of it in my life. I mean, when you think Mm -hmm. about how in my late teens, I saw this, this book and went, Oh, and just kind of started stalking this lady and it ended up like this i mean it is pretty weird when you think about it and i think that that's um 
part of the reason why it, it works so well. I do think there's something there. I, I when people tell me they want to collaborate with someone, I'm always like, it's, no, it's it rarely works. <laughs> it rarely works, as you know. Yeah. You know, it's yeah, it's, it's too so, hard. But, but what, an, what an awesome thing. Um, so here's a question, though. I mean, it can't always be easy. So what what's you know, what's the hardest thing about working together? Is there anything that actually is difficult? Mm. And if so, how do you get around it? Mm. Um, working out this, five is hard, but it would be harder if we were alone. And, and it's so good when we get there. Yeah. Um, other people making noise. Yeah. I mean, there's, there's, there's like, um, yeah, I don't, that's really, that's really a, a tough question because okay. I don't think there's any real challenge. I don't ever. There you well, go. Yeah. yeah. It's weird. Crazy. We, we know we have a weird relationship, but it's great. Yeah. It's, it's very strange. Well, you know, but strange is good, right? As we, as oh, we yeah. all know. So, um, and, and Tamara, you're, you were fascinated by the strange, it would sound like. So can you talk a little okay. bit about, you know, some of the cool stuff that you are involved in as far as, um, Looking, oh, is it like looking for ghosts? Is it ghost hunting stuff well, that you're doing? What are you? Yeah, I sort of got pushed into that. I, my whole life, I have gone places and just sat down to soak up atmosphere, you know, and, and make up stories about it. You know, lots of them are ghost stories. And so people started taking me when the ghost craze got big. I started getting asked to be guests of honor and things like that and do talks. And that was right up my alley. And pretty soon I hook up with some cops who, who investigate. So that was up my alley too, because you know, safe, they have guns. And, um, and so we've been on a lot of cases, I guess. And, um, but the best one of all was the first time Alistair and I met in person. We even put out a little, yeah, novella about it. Five nights in a haunted cabin. We were. It was 2013, I think. Yeah. Uh, yes, I believe so. Yeah. I was asked by someone I know up in Gold Country in California if I would come investigate a cabin that somebody had bought and was couldn't stay in because weird things were happening in there. So I thought, well, that'd be fun. This would be a great way for Alistair and I to meet. So I asked him. And we got the crap scared out of us a few times. I don't know how much of it was us scaring ourselves, but we had a great time. Oh, there was poltergeist activity. Um, there, there was uh, knocking the on knocking. the cabin, and there weren't any trees or shrubs or anything near it. And you couldn't just, we couldn't find any footsteps the next day. And, or bear tracks. <laughs> I don't like that. Um, <laughs> anything and we'd lose our sense of direction which means that there was a lot of ore in the earth uh -huh. you know, mess but we'd still it was spooky and we'd try to write and we'd you know do all kinds of things and uh we, the funniest part was the bathroom it was in the hall and there were two bedrooms we just slept in the there were couches in the living room and a big fireplace so we slept on the couches but there was a bedroom up front and one in the rear and a bathroom in the middle and we'd go we had to walk each other into the hall and wait outside the bathroom for each other. <laughs> yeah. Because that was the spookiest part. Because one, one of the front bedroom where supposedly there'd been at least one death, a hanging of somebody who, you know, a homeless type many, many years ago. And it was cold in there. There was something anomalous going on there. And then the back room 
there was a cuckoo clock that kept going off, even though it was dusty and not moving. Oh, we all kinds of, it was great. It was just yeah. minor stuff, but it was a lot of it. Well, See, where I'm really fascinated by this is, you know, you, so you know Alistair, but you've not ever really met. And it's like, hey, want to meet in person? Let's hang out for right. a right. have it. That's, that's not your average sort of meeting. No, there's really nothing average about any of it, really. <laughs> um, and, and I can see how this, you know, um, in, in Brimstone, there's it's such deliciously spooky stuff in there with the the haunted house and the big old hotel and you know that's all based on reality that. too there's a real place that's based on oh is you there know. really yeah there's a little town in arizona called jerome and there's uh the jerome grand hotel used to be a hospital and they didn't even change it very much from it was a mining hospital so it pretty much looks like that i, I mean i added my own ghosts but they have sure. but yeah that was it was wonderful. I would leave my husband upstairs in the room. We had the most haunted room, and but there was nobody there one night. And I, I would go downstairs to talk to the people, you know, manning the desk and get stories out of them. Meanwhile, I come back up and he says, I thought you were here over and over. There were footsteps going up and down the hall. I didn't look oh. outside. Nobody. So he had a great time, too. Oh, I was going to ask, how is your husband with all of, well, the haunted thing? He loves it. Yeah. Yeah, he gets into it. He goes on the hunts or whatever you'd call them. Usually, too. <laughs> I don't want to drive in Los Angeles. <laughs> this is, you know, this is something I, I, I have on my, I was going to say bucket list. I don't like the word bucket list. On my to-do yeah. list, on, you know, whatever you want to call it. On the, on the That would be fun to do someday. <laughs> it is fun. It's a it lot is. of fun. It is. Yeah, that was the first time I'd ever done anything, and I didn't mm -hmm. expect anything to happen and it did it, I. it did and yeah. yeah i mean i mean i think we've all experienced something or some things that we can't quite explain but it's sure. rare that you experience it when you are you know trying to yeah. experience it <laughs> yeah, and yeah and and it was really cool it was it was it was really cool it was just small things but it was it was spooky and it was oh and the feeling the feeling of the place that was oh, different that yeah was great, wasn't it yeah really yeah, i would not have enjoyed being alone there but you need a no way. yeah well but there you go then you know you were not alone you you were there with each other and and i think you know that that is just a, a really cool thing i love the way that you have this collaboration i have ever since i first met you on your yeah. show uh, i love the way you do your show and the way that you're doing your writing together i think that's fantastic yeah. i wish you an ongoing long and a happy collaboration for many years to come yeah. um for my readers, just again, so the books are Brimstone by Tamara Thorne, and it's it's just a really awesomely fun ghost story with all kinds of scary stuff. Uh, Brimstone Hotel, as we were just discussing, and there's a kid who has to come into her power in order to try and deal with all of this, which is always fun. The Silver Dagger, The Vampires of Crimson Cove, it's a, well, it's a vampire story, so um involving the Coulter brothers 
who have, as I see it in book one, had staked a vampire, but she may be coming back and very bad things are happening. <laughs> yes. <laughs> very bad things. That's the, that's the quick summary. So definitely find the books, The Silver Dagger and Brimstone. I will post these things um, with our new uh, Ravencrest, Ravencrest Exorcism. We just put out another segment of it. We, we release oh. it in serial novel form. Okay, yeah. so tell me that again. Sorry. Uh, the Ravencrest Saga. Exorc- Ravencrest Saga. There's yeah. a new new episode out on that. Okay. Yeah, it just came out, and we're working on the next one, and we're having a gas. Excellent. Yeah. And that's the thing. I need to read that. I'm very curious now, having read <laughs> one thing that, you know, that you've written individually to read something that you've actually written together. Um, and um, if you're listening, there are a number of books that these two lovely people have written together. So have a look and see. And um, anything else you... The two of you need to say to the world out there uh-huh. i'm sorry no, just <laughs> <laughs> that's like one of those in advance things right <laughs> for all the things i'm about to do yeah, i'm sorry <laughs> we didn't mean it <laughs> no no um it's uh, been great being on and uh, i i that's that's thank you yes thank you thank you guys and to those of you who are listening go do something creative